0: ring ring. it's time for another episode of crossplay conversations the show where we dive deep on the world of video games while keeping it light i'm your host today jacob mccourt and today i'm joined by my two co-hosts first the sneaker savant joseph hooper hello do you have a shoe i don't
1: have a shoe shoe.
2: (laughs) disappointing no (laughs) he has
1: 10 shoes in the winterized jordan four i don't actually like this material a lot to be honest um but it's a cool looking shoe
2: that is a cool looking shoe. It is a cool shoe. I let for listeners. It's red and blue. It's got some blue on the tongue or some red on the tongue. Cool shoe. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm.
0: Spider-Man inspired. Slightly, <laughs> <Silent>. very slightly. <silent. laughs> Co- color scheme. And my second friend, uh, the host with the most. It's Luke Lewis. Hello. All I want for
2: Christmas is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everyone, Did you wear that shirt specifically
0: for that joke? Because if Absolutely. so, well done. Absolutely. Well done. I'm not above for the listeners.
1: That. For it the, is a Mariah the. Carey shirt.
2: It's a good shirt. It's an excellent shirt. Usually is, I wear it, it on November 1st, but I said we are recording a podcast on November 4th,
0: so I'm re- wearing it today. I love it. Well, thanks, boys, for being here today. Uh, today we're doing a Spider-Man episode, but we're doing the thing that not many shows have done where we have two folks on the show that have played through Spider-Man 2 and then we have one person on the show who's actually actively playing through the series from the beginning. So what we're going to do is give you a small retrospective on Insomniac's Spider-Man series 1, Miles Morales and then we are going to do a uh, review of the second. So with that, our icebreaker question today, is Spider-Man themed? I'd love to know, maybe starting with Luke because I know you're a you're a big Spidey sure. fan. Your cat is named after the series. Uh, tell us... What is your history with non-Insomniac Spider-Man games, and what sure. are your faves within that?
2: Um, yeah, as you mentioned, I-, I love Spider-Man. Claire and I have a cat named MJ. Um, big, big, big fan. I love the movies. I love the games. I love everything. I think my first introduction to Spider-Man in the game space was the Neversoft game on PS1. Video listeners, you can see my copy up there on the shelf. Um, but that You just was the reacquired first- that right? Yeah. I bought, I rebought it at a PAX last few years. I think it was last year's PAX West, but, um, I, I love Spider-Man and it's one of my favorite series. It was my first introduction to web swinging in a video game. And while I don't think that game compares to modern entries, it, it was still very fun for the time. It was my first encounter of like stealth, in a video game you get to crawl on the ceiling and you like view spider-man from top down which was really trippy in a 3d space you fight venom in that game which is a will come come into convo later but there's a lot of things that were like set up in that game that i think came to fruition in the insomniac games so that one definitely comes to mind and then other than that i remember like i didn't play shattered dimensions but it looked kind of cool i remember like playing as Spider-Man in different, like, fighting games, unlocking Spider-Man and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, yep. weird stuff like that, where, like, he's been around, but not to this extent and this quality, I would say.
0: What was that 3D arena fighter that had Spider-Man in it? Was it Marvel's The Imperfects?
2: The Imperfects, or I I can't think of an arena fighter, but there was the beat-em-up, um, Ultimate... Oh gosh, Ultimate, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. There we go. Yes, that's mm. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember playing a lot of Spider-Man in, the, in that, and it was cool because you could have weird combinations of Marvel characters interacting together.
0: And the game I'm referring to is Marvel Nemesis: Rise of the Imperfects. If you remember that one. What's what generation don't that was one. that? Yeah, that's I, that's I don't a either. PS2 Xbox game where essentially uh, it's a fighting game, but I believe it's like a 3D um, sort of. Uh, arena Fighter, a lot like the anime games that Joseph loves, um, where you'll play as you know characters like Wolverine, Venom, Iron Man, Spider Man, etc. You're shaking your head, Joseph. I should give you a chance I to am. defend yourself, and then tell us about your Spider Man journey.
1: Yeah, I mean the anime Arena Fighter epidemic is like a whole other conversation that needs to be stopped. <laughs> uh, but Spider Man history. Spider-Man 2 on the PS2 is probably one of my favorite games of all time, just period. Um, It was like the perfect representation of Spider-Man and the same Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and uh, Spider-Man as I knew him as a hero. Um, So I just absolutely love that franchise up until like we got the Insomniac 2018. I never thought that we would get a better representation of that. So like, that's, that's, like, my near and dear video gaming memory. Um, I also played Spider-Man 1, like, the Neversoft one. That was fun. Uh, but it was just fun. It wasn't magical like Spider-Man 2 was. And then I also played Spider-Man Ultimate or Ultimate Spider-Man yep. uh, for the GameCube. I still have it back there. Uh, and that game was just absolutely bonkers. You're playing as Venom, and they're instructing you. They have like a heal mechanic where you eat people to get your health back. Good. And the way they demonstrate that to you is there's like, oh yeah, there's a little kid with a balloon over there, and uh, go eat him, and you. That's how they introduce the mechanic to you, which is absolutely crazy.
2: Love it. That's uh,
0: That's so good. I. That's a game that I regret not playing is uh, Ultimate Spider-Man and then Shattered Dimension, because those just seem like dope games back in like the Xbox PS2 generation, and then I think Beanox kept making them into the 360 and they became lesser quality over time. Like Web Shadows, my understanding, is that game was a little bit rushed, and so the quality yeah. wasn't great. Um, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm much think Shattered like
2: Dimensions was 360 PS3. I could be wrong. I think it was like early generation, but I didn't play Ultimate either. That one sounds interesting. I also didn't shout out, and I, Jacob, you might highlight this one, but the Sam Raimi game is based on the movies, like Spider-Man 2. I remember being huge for me at the time, and I didn't, I didn't mention that one either.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Spider-Man 2 movie game is like my foray into Spider-Man games. I didn't play the Neversoft games back on the PlayStation because I didn't have a PlayStation 1, so I never touched it. But yeah, that Spider-Man movie game was so good. And it was, I think, probably the best movie tie-in game that's been done. Someone in the comments maybe can correct us and throw out some other movie tie-in games that were great. We had an episode about licensed games where we talked a little bit about good licensed games, but as far as like based on movie, where it you know, follows a lot of what the movie does, that is top tier for me. And even though at the end, they're basically like, hey, spoilers for Spider-Man 2 on the Xbox, they basically say like, go do a bunch of side missions and help people and fight crime and get 50,000 coins. And I think at the end, Peter Parker's just like, hey, thanks, like faces a camera and goes, thanks for playing my game. And that's your reward for it. So, you know. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, it's quite silly. You can go watch it on YouTube, I'm sure. But <laughs> hey, this is not a show about Spider-Man 2. This is a show about uh insomniacs spider-man games uh so i'd love to start with the fact that i'm the only human alive who has been playing spider-man 1 remastered for the first time in 2023 and i have to say this game's really dope and i don't know why i waited five years to play it
1: sleep at the wheel
2: i'm i'm very impressed one question to kick it off to for your yeah discussion did you avoid spoilers? Did you like stay pretty media
0: blackout on this one? I stayed incredibly media blackout on this. Where that's
2: very impressive.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay spoiler light on Spider Man sure. one just because I'm only about I think sixty ish percent of the way through it. But okay. I think on the story, I'm I'm actually quite far. Like if I beat it in the next two or three hours, I think I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but. You know, just seeing what happened with what is happening with Octavius, I'm just like, oh, I know exactly where this is going, and it makes me so sad because Octavius in this game is like my dad, and he's about to break my heart, uh, and I think everyone around me is about to, you know, essentially break my heart. I mean, um, uh, the the Invisible Man um his name is lee what is his first name martin martin, martin, lee. martin lee martin lee sort of broke my heart because he's a man that like runs a an orphanage or not an orphanage but a shelter <laughs> and then also yeah. is a crime boss uh mm-hmm. so yeah Spider-Man 1 remastered is just about breaking my heart with you know men who are around peter that are supposed to be good influences and oops they're villains or oops they become villains luke you're a huge fan of this game right
2: Oh, yeah, I I adore it. It was my game of the year in 2018 by far, and that speaks highly because 2018 was a pretty wild year for game releases. Um, but, yeah, I think that game just set the tone. I'm so excited that you're playing it, honestly. I'm curious about your kind of overall thoughts on the story and the open-world design of the game because I know at the time I really enjoyed the story, but a lot of folks in kind of the comic book space I know were a little critical of the story and felt like it was kind of to use a phrase you've used to describe games a paint by numbers comic book story and that you see those plot beats coming but for me the like the heart of the character performances and just like the overall vibe and pacing of the story really worked for me even if maybe I saw big reveals coming lo- a long time in advance
0: it must be really hard in if you're in insomniac shoes to make something new out of a beloved franchise because I'm sure both Marvel and Disney are breathing down your neck the entire time and essentially like setting out guardrails to say, this is what Peter Parker and Spider-Man need to be. And you really can't like draw that far outside the lines. I think the best example when I think of superhero games is, and sorry, I'm going to be like, give you the easiest example, but the, the, I think the Arkham games do a really great job where the side missions, especially maybe the core story, Actually, some of the core story stuff is pretty wild with the you know the stuff that happens with Joker throughout. They got to do a lot of cool stuff there. But even the side missions I found introduce you to characters that are like side characters that you may not like. Hey, Calendar Man. Do you remember Calendar Man? Because yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a great <laughs> side mission about it. Um, but I haven't quite seen that. And that's what surprised me about Spider-Man 1 is there aren't a lot of villains in it. Um, and i'm sure they'll fix that in the the next games but they have really limited it to like at least as far as i've gone invisible uh the sorry invisible man or um mr negative, negative. mr negative, mr. negative. Yeah, thank yeah. you sorry mr no, negative you're good. um norman osborn uh octavius and, and like shocker and that's truly like the only villains they've had so far and they've managed to you know keep me hooked for probably at least 10 hours at this point Um,
2: yeah, I'm like teetering because there's like things I could say to that, but I don't want to like, I want you to enjoy the rest of the game that you have left, but
0: I will ask you a question and it's based on where I am in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I have just gotten to the essentially grand central station in, um, in the city and I have, I'm just using MJ and Spider-Man in a great combination of, of ways to like take out baddies and, you know, save the day. Based on your memory, how much more do I have, you think?
2: Maybe like a third.
0: Okay. I would I still say. Have a third.
2: But like Spider Man's kind of an interesting game because that was the first game in a long time I remember staying up late, doing the side quests, like 100%ing districts, like as I went. So mm-hmm. I think I played for a lot longer than I probably needed to because mm-hmm. I think you could probably beat the story mainline and. 15 hours, mm-hmm. give or take. So I'd probably say you have, like, maybe five? four hours, five hours. Yeah, give or take. What do you think, Joseph?
1: Not gonna lie, I have no clue. I to no remember exactly what this section fair. he's talking about is. I, uh, I just I remember
2: complaint. when you get to MJ that that's, like, relatively late game-ish. Okay. So, uh, I think. One complaint. Yeah.
0: Stealth is garbage in this yeah, game. Was, I think just stealth think in was, non-stealth games is sort of garbage, but...
1: That was the number one complaint I think from Survivor in 2018 mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah,
2: you're Absolutely. hitting on all the like the review docs I remember at the time of like the villain the the lack of villain kind of w- was a conversation topic. What did you think about the MJ stuff because that was definitely a hotly debated thing on the internet at the time?
0: As far as how she was portrayed, how you play her, or people just hated playable, her sections. playable sections,
2: yeah,
0: mm, yeah, I'm, I was not a fan because again, like yeah. MJ has no like I think MJ as a character in this game is great because uh, yeah. she gives it back to Peter, and I think it's Laura Bailey that voices yep. MJ, mm-hmm. fantastic like performance from uh, from Laura Bailey here. Surprise, Laura Bailey's good at doing voice things, um, but yeah, I think the Miles sections and the MJ sections are just not fun to play I essentially get to them and I'm like cool how do I finish this as quickly as possible so I can mm-hmm. return to playing Spider-Man which is which I love and is fantastic
1: yeah I'm glad uh, those I sections to... are
0: only five minutes ish each time
1: I'm not sure if Jacob because Jacob just for the record your video is on a delay for me so I don't know exactly what you're looking at but uh, I was trying to tie my little hoodie strings that was not working, and I saw you make a face, but I don't know if that was a face you were making 10 minutes ago. So anyways, uh, to kind of add on to what you were saying about 2018 and kind of to give my initial thoughts on 2018, uh, Spider-Man 2018 was like immediately one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I love Spider-Man. I love like swinging around the city and I 100% think that Spider-Man 2 is like the best that Insomniac or anybody has ever made a comic book character feel or any IP that you're familiar with feel. Um, And it was just like immediately a 10 in terms of like that embodiment of that character. It wasn't a 10 in terms of everything, because like Jacob is saying, like I had some issues with the stealth, some parts, you know, I say this and I'll say this a million times, whenever I'm playing as a specific character... That everybody knows, like, hey, we're making this game so you can be this character. When they take me away from that experience, I feel like it's kind of like, oh, what are we doing? Like, I love MJ, I love she's, that she's a part of the story. I love that they try to incorporate Miles into Spider-Man 2018, but it's like I want to play as Spider-Man as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you force me through these like weird, you know, side missions that don't really have fully fleshed-out mechanics, you're kind of just like, oh, okay, I guess. Um and to go back to like the story beats, uh I am one who's like, okay, I know how the Spider-Man story goes. I will say that from my memory, I don't think there was much from Spider-Man 2018 that surprised me. Um I I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of how it's gonna go. Uh, and every time I had a theory about like, oh, maybe they'll do this. It was like, don't oh, no, they'll probably they they kind of just do the safe thing, which is totally fine with me. I don't really play it to be emotionally charged. Like I've seen a billion Spider-Man stories over the years, whether it's the movies or the, uh, you know, the cartoons that I've watched or whatever. So it's like I get it. I know who Spider-Man is. I, I don't expect his plot to really move me that much. But Spider-Man Twenty Eighteen still just like the perfect combination of all those things of all the nostalgic uh like story beats that i remember from over the years of the perfect combos i think this has one of the best like casual action combo uh gameplay systems where it's not quite as advanced as like a devil may cry or something like that but the way you can fluidly move from one attack to webbing somebody on the wall to swinging and just like get like a 100 plus hit combo without you know E I won't say ease, but like pretty much ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff is incredible, right? So I, I think they really nailed it. Like for this being their first attempt, they really, really nailed it and all the notes that I have are mostly unrelated to Spider-Man and how that character plays. So
0: mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm almost to where I still think Arkham is better from like a actual punching uh combat like system but all the things you can do around the punching for Spider-Man like makes it equivalent they're they're same same but different or I like them just as much but for different reasons um, I guess I just have like one surprise because I did stay in media blackout and it sure. brings mm-hmm. me to the next section that we're going to play I was shocked that Miles Morales was in this game like I, I did not realize that even as like a as a character in the world that we were going to get Miles and that spoilers Um, Miles gets his, like, Uncle Ben moment in this game. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't really put it in the the media with respect to, like, the launch trailers and whatnot. mm -hmm.
2: I remember getting to that moment, and it felt so cool to be surprised by that. And this is long before we even knew that there was going to be a sequel. This is long before we even knew Miles would be the star of that sequel, and they were setting up this, like, broader, expanded universe. But, like, such a fun moment, such a cool nod to... And at the time, I think spider-verse hadn't come out yet like it was like that next month or month or month or two later after the game's release so as a comic book fan i was like oh my god they're doing miles and then when spider-verse came out it was like that character became like more of a household pop culture name which was really dope
0: um that leads me to the next section of what i want to talk about and that is spider-man miles morales which came out uh, a few years between spider-man 1 spider-man 2 i've not touched it yet uh, Luke, I know you have played it. Joseph, you've played it too, right?
1: Absolutely. Come on, man. Okay. I've played everything. I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man video game super fan.
0: Okay, so do me a favor. My understanding with this one is that it is smaller in scope, but the world they create is great, and it's at Christmas. Uh, your Mariah Carey shirt also plays here, Luke. But how would you sell this game to me that I need to continue my spider-man playthrough and play it immediately after spider-man 1
1: yeah i mean personally i think that it although it is like a a smaller experience i feel like it, it feels completely fresh and that's i don't know if that's me saying that as somebody who played it you know coming two to three days or two to three years off of like spider-man 2018 and sorry like my my washing machine is doing something crazy right now and i'm like is this about to explode brother oh, you're man, having a rough go, go check it out i mean honestly it's just that it's just that but anyways it'll be okay
2: we can Um, we can fix a lot in post but like uh
1: yeah the primary thing is like it just feels so fresh because they do really kind of lean into miles being like a black guy being in the bronx being like having that latin heritage and like from the music to the way things are are you know how people dress to the way that the shots are lit. Like it feels almost like a completely different experience. And although I think the core gameplay is mostly the same, Miles does have like a new suite of powers which is really cool. Uh but like for the most part, I'm like, yo dude, this feels like hey, we're getting a new movie. It's just like, hey, you saw James Bond do this one thing with this one villain, that was great. But then you have like this other villain who has his own different vibe. And it just feels like it's more James Bond, but it feels completely fresh. So, um, yeah, I'd say 100%. If if it's not just for the Miles soundtrack, the the Miles theme song, amazing. One of the best Spider-Man theme songs I can remember. Hmm.
0: Does it draw inspiration from like, because I believe he's also Puerto Rican. Keep keep me honest mm -hmm. there. Is it, mm-hmm. is it because the music reminds you of, like, Puerto Rican music? Um, is it because it relies on hip-hop, sort of like, um, mm-hmm. like the Spider-Verse movies? What makes it so good?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both. For me, personally, it's more of the hip-hop. You hear a lot more drums, like, basses, um, you know, stuff like... Like, it is very much Spider-Verse, like, in a different way. I think Spider-Verse... Uh, plays around with like that kind of like djing scratch glitch effect because that kind of is what the movie plays on but miles is essentially kind of that same hip y vibe without like the the record scratches and stuff uh in between
0: is it the same size city as the first or is it just a section of the city just a section just a section uh Am Luke, I- what are your thoughts on it
2: It's been a few years. Maybe I'm misremembering. Joseph, is it the same? I thought it was a small chunk. I feel like it's a small chunk. I'll tell you this.
1: Uh, My hot take on the Spider Man series, the whole controversy/slash non-controversy about the map size, it doesn't matter to me because it all feels like the same size map. I don't care if it's twice the size, half the size. You're swinging so fast around the city that it's like, how would I. Okay, I'm swinging for three extra minutes. It doesn't really matter. It's like, it feels like all the same size to me.
2: Yeah, what whatever it was, it wasn't an issue for me at the time. Mm-hmm. I think a, a great thing about Miles is how like concise it is, you know, it is an 8 to 10 hour game. It was the first game I played on PS5 when I got my PS5 on launch day, so that was a, a big moment. Um, I think the game's dope like like Joseph touched on all the music the cultural touchstones the representation I think is all really cool I think Miles does some really great things with side quests and side characters in terms of narrative pacing that I think honestly surpasses 2018 for me and I think it leads into what Spider-Man 2 this year has become Um, But just making like a really great sense of community and you get to know Tio, the bodega owner and his cat who is named Spider-Man and little (laughs) cute, wholesome things like that that are just like make you feel connected to the world in a meaningful way. So I think that the game does a really great job with that. Um, There are some fun nods to different characters in the comic book universe and it it Unlike some like spin-off games, the, I feel like this game really matters. Like it it feels like a true sequel in, even if it is a kind of in terms of gameplay evolution a 1.5 versus a 2 if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, to to Not jump on being to what you a
2: quality, said. quality 1.5 being like one and a half sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's, like, mandatory. Like, I, I don't Absolutely. think this does not feel yeah. like skippable content no. to me. Um, Especially yeah, you need to off play. of
2: playing 2 without getting into it. Like, right. Miles and his, his story is a huge part of that game.
1: Right,
0: 100%. For Miles, my question is, and, and again, keeping it spoiler light, and I don't know how well you know the comics of Miles Morales, because I believe he's a character that's, like, relatively new, like 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years old at most is it like Batman beyond where he has his own set of villains or does he share a lot of the villains that Peter Parker would have? Um,
2: without getting into spoilers, how do I answer that question? (laughs) That's why Joseph's
0: shaking his head. He's like, says no spoilers and then ask the question that's spoiler filled. I mean,
2: it touches in both, both ways. I would say there's storylines that are specific to miles in the game. There are storylines that are specific to both Spider-Man characters Take that how you will, without getting into specifics. So,
1: I, I, To add on to that, what I'll say, I'm shaking my head because I'm thinking of Miles Morales, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be 100% sh- honest. Keep it real. The characters, for the main characters that they introduced in Miles Morales, I'm like, who are these people? Who, <laughs> who are you? Um, but, going into Spider-Man 2, uh, obviously, Kraven and And Venom are on the the cover, but there are some characters that Spider-Man runs into where I'm like, who are you? So I think we're just kind of getting at the bottom of the grab bag. I think for pop culture, everybody just knows the main Spider-Man villains. I don't know if it's like a detriment to Miles Morales, but so far, yeah, Luke, they interact with everybody the same. Uh, But definitely when they introduce Miles, we're really... We're really going into the the closet to, <laughs> to figure out who we're bringing out to fight this guy's is, is all I'll say. I,
2: I will say though to that point, and comic book fans will know who I'm referencing. There's a character, a main character in Miles that they use that is a fun and unique twist on what that character previously is in Spider-Man. So,
1: they, yeah, I mean- they
2: Insomniac isn't afraid to kind of shake up the universe and kind of do their own twist on stuff when when it makes sense i think
1: yeah i say they they do it they do all the characters they show justice i'm just saying as a guy who does oh, totally. not read the comics at all that, that's uh, fair they're all new to me they're all new to
0: yeah me.
2: yeah i love for it. sure
0: okay well i think those are kind of the thoughts that i need to know about miles morales so y'all have both played spider-man too i believe you both have beat it uh, mm-hmm. And so again, I'd love to know, high level, Luke, you're ready to jump out your skin, so I want to <laughs> know from your perspective, gush about Spider-Man 2 for us, baby.
2: Let's do it. And just to give a quick plug, I would point listeners, if you want a very spoiler-filled discussion yep. of Spider-Man 2, you can check out the latest episode of Lukewarm Games where Kyle Stevenson and I just go full full spoilers, chat about all our favorite moments from the game. So we'll link these it are in the nice show notes. Like, companion, companion pods. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man two is incredible. I absolutely loved it. I, this was the first game in a long time where I was like, I am taking launch day and I am, I am playing this game, like clear my schedule, Claire, I'm sorry. I'll see you in 48 hours. Um, but it was, it's been really delightful. I platinum the game. I beat it in a little under a week. I I played, played a lot and I absolutely loved every second of it. I think Insomniac did a great job elevating the gameplay systems that made Spider-Man and Miles Morales so good. They added new things like the websuit to make traversal even more interesting and cool. And I think the story in this one is really elevated for me. I think they go in unexpected directions. They introduce new characters. I think um craven in particular on the villain side really stands out to me as an interesting character that opens up a lot of possibility within the story um yeah i just i had a blast with this one i also think the the side quest pacing is incredibly well done i think they did a really nice job of condensing what worked well in the first two spider-man games and you know stripped away the tedious side quests and really just got down to the the meat of what made that game fun in, in the best way possible
1: joseph uh i'll start this off by saying uh i also did a spoiler cast on player player pod Let's i am go. almost certain that uh like we talk about separate stuff in our in oh, Nice cool. podcast because i mean me and arson are talking about random suits and clowning for like you know several several minutes of that podcast so I think both would be a great listen but awesome uh we'll play a little good cop bad cop here I guess spider start off first spider cop we'll play spider cop spider cop here um (laughs) to start off I'll I'll say that I did love spider-man 2 um I like finished it in like three four days got the platinum and everything it was fantastic what I will say is I am not as impressed with Spider-Man 2 as, like, a feat of Insomniac. Uh, in a weird oh, I am, and then I'm not. Um, I will say that in the way of PlayStation has really spoiled us in terms of, like, how we perceive their sequels. Like, when we go from Last of Us Part 1 to Last of Us Part 2, when we go from Horizon Zero Dawn to Horizon Forbidden West, uh, there was such a big gap between those games that I felt like, oh, man, like... We are like pushing the technology of whatever new console that we're seeing these experiences on. Or, like, you know, we started with the PS4 and now we're ending with the PS4. And there's, if this is like a completely new experience. Spider Man 2, uh, for me personally, doesn't really feel like a new experience. Um, and I think that's fine because I played Miles Morales, what, like two years ago? I played uh, 2018, like two years before that. And what I, even though I'm being kind of critical there, What I like about it is we're kind. Insomniac is bringing back what people have been asking for for over a decade, right? We want shorter games. We want, but we want more of them, and we want them at a pretty consistent quality, right? Like back when we got Mass Effect one through three within the span of like five to six years. Wild. Like, like sure, Mass Effect one to two wasn't like the most innovative, groundbreaking change, but we got a lot of awesome story. We got a lot of new uh, mechanics in there, and like more most importantly we got more mass effect which is what everybody wanted right so i think we're in a very similar situation in spider-man 2 like playing it i am not like wow like i can't believe i'm doing this because i literally did this like two years ago for the most part um i don't think the story was as transformative as like a last of us part two versus last of us part one but I really, really enjoy Spider-Man. And if I had the choice of getting like one transformative Spider-Man, like in three years versus the other two that I've gotten, I would take these two, you know, hands down every single time, pretty much. Um, so yeah, like, I think it's, it's still the same core gameplay that you pretty much see in 2018 and Miles Morales with a few flares and additions. But I love that. I don't think, I don't know what improvements I could ask uh, for stuff like that. So yes i love it but i don't think it is the most impressive thing uh in this sea of games this year so that's just kind of i don't know if that's a hot take but you know
2: i think this year is pretty stacked so i don't i don't think it's a hot take and i think there there's a ton of games out there for everybody this year in a variety mm-hmm. of ways and I'll just add to like i don't disagree with what you're saying about the story joseph like it doesn't stand with a last of us part two or like my favorite Mm -hmm. game ever in storytelling but i think for a spider-man game i went in expecting a safe narrative and i think it was elevated from that and they did play with my expectations in some interesting Mm -hmm. ways Mm -hmm. that i I definitely appreciated but yeah it's such a fun game I, i i keep saying it because it's true but like this type of game is why I love video games, like polished, open-world action games with incredible pacing, compelling story, and something you just don't want to put down, like that really just like engages you right from the jump. I think that's yeah, what I love has... most. Go ahead, Joseph.
1: Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, I was just going to say that's Jimmy. what I
0: love most about Insomniac is they make the most video game ass video games that you could ask for. In the best And that's way, not a yeah. negative thing. No, no. <laughs> I think Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was one of my favorite games when it came out, just because it was exactly what I wanted out of a Ratchet & Clank game that I've been playing since the PlayStation 2. But then they would throw in things like the dual protagonists that we sort of get in yeah. Spider-Man 2, uh, as well as some like crazy riff tech that I think parts of that may end up here if I'm keeping things spoiler light. Mm. I won't say how, but... It's, it's mm. very cool. I hear there's it's a lot fair, of how do is we, cool. there a lot of dreams in this game. It sounds like there's a lot of dream states in this game. Wait, where are you coming up with these?
1: Where, where are you getting this information from? Where are you getting your intel from,
2: Jacob? You're seeing those Twitter video clips? Maybe, maybe, or some I'm, something? maybe I'm hearing
0: podcasters mm. talk about how they feel like this Spider-Man 2 ha- has a little bit shared DNA with Alan Wake 2 from just like Whoa. a... Like oh, the way that's way interesting
2: <laughs> comparison. I thought you were just making like Ratchet and Clank to Spider-Man... Which I think that's clear because definitely members of the team, they shared some tech and some ideas and thoughts. So that's yeah. that's definitely true. Well, Jacob, Is it I'll technically... say. Go don't ahead, worry Joseph, about all sorry.
1: that. All right. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about what other people are saying right now because okay. I think based off of what you're saying, you'll be surprised. You'll be
2: surprised. Okay. I, yeah, I kind of want you to go on media blackout for Spider-Man too, yeah. and then when you get to that, and however amu- amount of time. It, it, it'll be interesting but i'm also curious how like playing everything like kind of close together for you will influence your opinion if that will be yes like if in the end you'll be like oh that was pretty repetitive or if you'll be like just like high on spider-man and be a inject it into your veins kind of I mean, attitude. I've done this a
0: few times in my life where I played sure. all of the Metal Gear Solid games from one to four in a row. Oh, cool. Which was super cool. Joseph yeah. shaking his head.
1: Um, seems like a lot. That's, that's, all I'm, that's, that's all, the i reason That's series I've never why. jumped
2: into either. Same. So that would be...
0: It was a lot. That but collection I think just came out. The thing the, I'm going to do, I think, is play one in Miles Morales and then take a small break I think and that, maybe play one or two games. I think and that then makes sense. Before the end of the year, I think I will play Spider-Man 2 just because like... I'm dabble. really interested That's in fair. it. Um, Miles would be a
2: fun one to play over the holidays just because of that Christmas setting. And yeah. It, it's a good budget. 100%. Vibe. Yeah. It
0: gives me Hawkeye vibes for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. How do we feel about the the major villains that are in it? I know that there's probably more below the surface, but um, in the marketing, we saw Venom, we saw Craven, we saw Sandman. So, speaking about those villains, uh, how do we feel about portrayals of those villains? Uh,
1: ultimately. I really liked where I I disliked where Craven started and I really liked where Craven ended mm-hmm. uh because not a super spoiler but he doesn't appear as much as I want him to in the early parts of the game um and on the reverse side I more have really really liked where Venom started and I was kind of like oh, okay this is cool where he ended so I was kind of the flip on these two characters but overall I like them i don't think that either of them really did anything more notable than the other spider-man villains because i also really like the portrayal of all of the ones in 2018 and and uh, miles morales as well but i i will say one of the villains have you know one of my best my favorite moments almost period in in a a game of recent memory i won't kind of spoil it but i was like oh yeah this is what you're talking about this is this is the good stuff right here (laughs) i think
2: we were dming about that specific moment (laughs) as soon as i finished the game so yeah yeah. Um, so yeah i think i i'm i think i mostly align with you joseph my my caveat i think is that I was really ready to not like Venom in this game because I think that's a storyline that whether it's the Sam Raimi movies or in different comic adaptations it's like we've seen Venom it's a known quantity like we've seen it but I think the way they do it in this game over time becomes really interesting and I think it ends up in a relatively predictable place but like the journey like you were saying I Mm -hmm. thought was pretty darn compelling and it wasn't just the oh peter's bad now and me you know that's like they don't that's not like a key part of it there's a lot more happening which i i was pleased to see and then on craven i think i was really impressed by i'm treading thin lines in terms of getting into spoilers here but um for those that have played it i think craven's storyline does a really nice job opening up other avenues for other villains in the universe and like how Spider-Man has to interact with those characters in the game, I think is really cool. And then I think how to your earlier question, Jacob, about how Spider-Man villains versus Spider-Man, Miles Morales, like how those villains interact. I think this game does a really cool job about making meaningful moments with Peter Parker, with Miles, with them together, any combination with different villains and, and whatnot throughout the story.
0: Sandman, uh, and again, this mm-hmm. is something that I believe is in the first hour. Yep. So I am gonna. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear your opinion on it. My understanding is the set piece in the first hour involving Sandman is likened to some of the best set pieces that have ever been in PlayStation games, like God of War 3's opening hour, God of War Ragnarok's opening hour. Uh, Joseph, do you agree? Is it dope? I mean, or that's
1: is- a, I mean, it's dope, but God of War, those opening set pieces for me are like literally untouchable um like but it's it's good like i sandman is not my favorite villain uh because for whatever reason he just he seems like he's always crying about something as you're fighting him <laughs> like even in like the most recent movie it's like, a pretty
2: sad life yeah he's, he does, not, he has a, he's just like great. a sad <laughs> guy it's
1: like i don't want to be fighting this guy dude he's just sad like so even with that i was like oh yeah this is really cool i will say though I think the difference between it it is up there. It is 100% up there. I would say it's right behind God of War, but God of War has moments in all of those opening sequences where I'm like, "Holy moly." Like I I don't want to spoil it, but like the game over sequence, uh for example, in Ragnarok where you're like, "Wait a second, like this is game changing." Like it doesn't get close to that, but it is fun and it's sick and it basically gets your adrenaline on 100 so then you can spend five hours straight exploring the city 100 percent, yeah
2: i think it's on par for me personally and i think on a technical level it they start the game with such scale and i think in in spider-man 2018 it, it doesn't ever reach the same like technical like Sandman is like the size of buildings in at mm. the start of spider-man 2 i just think that tech and how they're doing that combat and then how it affects the world and all that stuff like i think it's really dope but yeah it's one of my favorite openings of games for sure
1: how does 2018 open i don't remember
2: that's the wilson fisk fight right which oh, is yeah. cool yeah. Which it's is, very cool they both game and then i well i won't spoil miles just because you haven't gotten to it yet jacob but yeah all the games have a cool opening. They're very good about getting you right into the thick of things, and I, I think that should be praised for sure. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man yeah. One is
0: very much like you just go through a building and take down a bunch of dudes to get to Wilson Fisk. Uh, yeah. Which, so far, there haven't been that many like villain boss battles, which sort of surprises me a little mm-hmm. bit. But that first hour. That's why is I say great. you
2: still have some game left. Not to. Okay. Things are coming. I guess I'll say that it's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Just say. And
0: I have to make sure not to Google anything else because I just Googled Yuri Spider while we were talking, and then just spoiled myself on a thing from Spider Man Two. So yeah. media blackout. Yeah,
2: now yeah. On. You got to be careful now because I think now we'll we've safe reached the point there. where like Spider Man Two spoilers are kind of being posted more like without care. In the care. number one search. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So it's dangerous out there if you're trying to avoid it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do you going like back the... To the... Oh, go ahead. Oh, really Joseph, quick, like the intros. Us.
1: I will say, now that you reminded me, the intros in Spider-Man specifically, I think do scale almost exponentially with each game. Like I remember yeah. the 2018 one. That's pretty cool. Fist, you know, whatever. Uh, I really like the miles, especially with the Christmas time setting. Not going to spoil what they do, but I really like that. And then, yeah, the Sandman compared to those two, it, like blows them out of the water. Um, so yeah, they definitely do scale. But I will say... Sandman, once again, is kind of like who he is. You don't get much, you don't get a ton of character, uh, in the way you get Craven and Venom. So he's kind of just, you know, there to set dress for the most part and kind of add a little flavor, but it's mostly Craven and Venom.
2: Okay, and I know we were talking about this privately, Joseph, but once again, without getting into spoilers, but they are setting up a lot in this game for a future. Mm-hmm. Entry in the series, so I think we Mm -hmm. don't see conclusions to all of these villain stories for the most part because there are some set dressings happening. So, like, take that how you Mm -hmm. will. There's definitely some cool moments, but it is like, oh, I kind of I want to see the end of this arc where it's like you're not seeing the end quite yet.
0: Okay, I want to come back to that before we move on to the last part of this. Sure. Before that, I do want to ask about the dual protagonist stuff Mm -hmm. um, because my understanding is. You can play most missions as either Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker or Miles Morales. Their move sets are mostly similar but there are some there are some slight distinctions between them. But then there are some levels where you can play as you have to play as Miles or Peter. Is that correct? Did we like that?
2: I think in short it's correct and I, I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Something we haven't touched on in this conversation is the skill tree in the mm-hmm. game, which I think is vastly improved in this title. And I think they do a really nice job about having a skill tree for Miles, having one for Peter, and then having one where they're combined. So you're the combined, what is more of like useful abilities for either Spider-Man, and then they get more specific on their individual ones. And I thought that was a really nice way to kind of allow players to prioritize what they wanted to unlock right off the bat.
0: Did you yeah. have a preference between Spider-Man?
1: Luke?
2: Sorry, you, you you can answer, Joseph, if you want. I, I just wanted to jump in for that first oh,
1: one. I was just going to say, in terms of preference, yeah, Miles, for sure. I love Miles. I, right? I agree, yeah. No. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> They're the both only very I'll good, say, though. It's like a they're both very fun it wasn't like a oh i have to play as peter now bummer it was like I, I i think the story of miles compelled me more so in those moments i just like if i'm running around the community doing side quests it's like i'm miles that's his vibe that's like hmm. what makes sense right now so
1: the one thing i'll say about that luke and i'm sure you know what i mean there is one moment where they make you play a spider-man and you're like wait wait, wait, wait. everybody hold on i did what are we doing here like wait let's Look, give me miles give me give me something else what's happening um which is pretty funny um I will say according to your explanation Jacob uh, I would not say that you I would actually not say that you could do most missions as Peter or miles um, miles has like a lot of miles missions Peter has a lot of Peter missions and then there's like a small overlap and you can explore the city and do city missions I mean like uh, There's a fair spoiler. bit of open
2: world stuff you could yeah a lot of open either. world
1: like because the the flame side mission is that that's Peter only
2: you have to do that as Peter yeah, yeah. so yeah mostly like lo- or like the, the um Mysterium ones you have to do those as Miles
1: right yeah so like for the big set piece side missions and main missions they force you to pick who you're playing as which is not a big deal because I think they're specifically tailored to those characters and how the story is sold, which is good. So,
0: Okay. Uh, I want to go back to the question that we left on the table a little while ago, just about the future of the Spider-Man series. Uh, Obviously, Insomniac now is working on uh, the Wolverine game that's coming. And there have been teases in some media about what could potentially happen if there was a Spider-Man 3. So as folks who have played the entire series, I want you to sort of predict where Spider-Man 3 may go in the most spoiler-light way possible challenge, uh, and then I'd love to just talk about what you want from a Wolverine game. Let's start with Spider-Man 3. Um, if you need me to take my headphones off, I will do so, but try and keep a spoiler light for your boy.
2: I think we can do our best. I Cat. think the folks that are listening that have played it know what we're alluding yep. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? joseph do you have thoughts
1: uh so insomniac has shown me that they will most likely do what you expect them to do so anybody that finished spider-man 2 kind of knows where we're being set up for especially if you finish all the side missions and stuff and you're assuming that anything left open will be resolved immediately in the next game i think a lot of what you can expect to see in the next game is defined the only thing i'm very curious about is where do they go with the gameplay like i really don't know we've already had two spider-man we've had the wingsuit like how can you possibly make spider-man 3 as a mainline entry bigger and feel like substantially you know crazier than spider-man 2 i have no clue i have zero idea like maybe No, I I just don't know. I was going to say, like, maybe add, like, some cool Spider-Man, like, Spidey Sense bullet time thing. I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do, but I'm excited to see.
2: Yeah, I I would agree. It's interesting to think about gameplay for a future game because to your earlier point, Jacob, when you mentioned your qualms with the stealth in the first game, I think they did a really good job of making stealth a much more viable option in Spider-Man 2. And so... Like, I just don't have gameplay critiques as much in Spider-Man 2 as I did with 1. I think they've really elevated it to, like, the traversal is the best it's ever been. The combat is the best it's ever been. Like, these systems are working really, really well. So I think the big thing in Spider-Man 3 is tying up those loose ends with those different villain storylines that they've set up to this point and those characters they've kind of made us fall in love with over these two, now three games. Um... One thing I will say, I think without getting into specifics, I think there's some expanded Spider-Man slash Marvel Universe stuff that they could play with. I know Brian Antahar mentioned on the kind of funny spoiler cast. He's the creative director of the game. Um, he said something along the lines of if this is our Infinity War, next is Endgame. So I think the scale can be ratcheted up. The The characters we're pulling in can be ratcheted up. the The places we're going can, can kind of just, they, they're going to go crazy with it. I think to an extent they already did with this game. So I'm excited to see what turning it up to 11, I think looks like for insomniac.
0: Okay. That's Spider-Man three. Uh, the Wolverine game is the other thing I need to touch on. Uh, Luke is like, man, just give me Wolverine origins and origins Wolverine and I I'll be in heaven. But what do you want to see from that?
2: I think I'm just excited to see them tell a really dark story because I think Spider Man two went far darker and more mature themes than I ever thought Insomniac would do. And then I imagine that'll be an M rated game. So I'm really just interested to see like how far Insomniac will take it. And I wanna see like their technical prowess, their their gameplay abilities. Like what does a mature based Insomniac game look like? And I, I think that'll be something really special. Yep. Yeah, because I think uh, the
0: only M-rated game they've ever done is Resistance, and I think like that was a pretty tame rated M is game. Is that in even
2: my opinion. M? I think that might be T as that well. Was T.
0: I'm gonna look this up, but I feel I'm like just curious. But Resistance Two was M. Okay. Uh, Resistance Three, I'll check. But at least one game in the series okay, was rated. Fair M. enough. Fair enough. But to your point, like very yeah, much not not
2: their general bag, but. So that, I think that's what I'm most excited about. I also think Wolverine is, like, a far less explored video game character. Like, we had the movie Tyne game. He pops up a little bit here and there in Ultimate Alliance and that sort of thing. But, like, we haven't had, like, a true, like, narrative, original Wolverine game. So I'm excited just for, like, a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I I think uh, I'm always... I'm not necessarily always the most excited about uh, the story. I do really, really hope it goes dark, Um, but I I know Insomniac is at the behest of Marvel and they have to be on whatever leash Marvel gives them. So I'm like, okay, if the story is dark and cool, I'm very into that. If it doesn't get there, I'm not gonna blame Insomniac for that. But what I'm really looking forward to seeing is like, what does the gameplay feel like? Because I think Insomniac struck gold with Spider-Man and I I don't know how they did it, but they were able to make such perfect gameplay that needed such few tweaks in 2018 that they were able to easily churn out sequels and and greater experiences just based off of that core mechanic. Uh, And I think if they wanted to, they could ride that core mechanic for another five years or so, because it's that good. If they're able to do that same thing with Wolverine, like we're going to be eating so well, like we will likely have six or three Wolverine games over the span of six years. Like I was talking with, our sin about like man like if they could nail the wolverine gameplay and then maybe give us a hulk like gameplay Ooh. and like have us wolverine versus hulk oh my god i would lose my mind <laughs> um so i'm very excited to see i mean insomniac are in my opinion a part of the gameplay god pantheon like they nail it with ratchet they nail it with spider-man i think they can nail it with wolverine so i'm very excited to see if it delivers
2: yeah I'm curious to see kind of what the game design of a Wolverine game will look like, too. Is it an open-world yeah. game? Is it more linear? It could go either way. That's but true. Yeah, That's just seeing big how game, they yeah. approach it, I think it'll be cool.
0: Sometimes I marvel huh, at hey. the amount of uh, game that Insomniac is able to turn out. At the quality level, they're able to turn out. So if, uh, if y'all said hey, Marvel's Wolverine is a 12-hour linear experience uh, where the gameplay is just super tight and the story goes places. That I'm happy great. with that. Yeah, That sounds totally. excellent. Mm-hmm. Please do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 100%. Any final thoughts about Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, or Marvel's Wolverine before we end?
1: They're all good games. Even very, Wolverine, I played it. I played very, it as good. Very, very
2: good games. <laughs> I... I mentioned i think on a podcast our first podcast when we talked about our game of the year and i said that tears of the kingdom was like slam dunk my game of the year immovable nothing's touching it and then i played this game and well i think for tears of the kingdom is doing a lot of innovative things spider-man just hit on like a core thing that i needed in this moment and it was just such a blast to play so it catapulted to my my game of the year currently so wow High praise yeah. for me, but very, very fun game. Very, very fun series. If you haven't touched it like Jacob, I highly recommend it. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Even if you're not the biggest comic book fan, I think there's a lot to love.
0: Alright, well hey, those are our thoughts about uh, Insomniac Spider-Man series, and the future of Insomniac and comic book games. Uh, so, we're going to set our status to a way for this week, so in the meantime, I'd love for you to do two things, three things actually. Follow us on Twitter at Crossplay Uh, we're sharing updates about the show there. Uh, send the podcast to a friend, because that's how people hear about podcasts, and uh, if you liked our discussion about the series, uh, give us a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice on Apple Podcast, it helps. Only five star Only five stars <laughs> uh, I thought Joseph You were saying Stop don't give us reviews When you know no, When you were doing that But five ten only Ten stars Ten stars Which means five on Apple Podcasts And five on Spotify For Spotify yeah. You need to listen to the show For 30 seconds But you know If you love us Maybe you'll do that for us <laughs> uh, Let's do a thing Where we share Where we're at On other places uh, Joseph where are you at At other places
1: uh i am on i was like what does this what does this question mean i'm totally zoning out <laughs> I'm, I'm plugging on your spot. own
0: stuff where bro? am i <laughs> uh camp we're pause
1: youtube.com youtube.com slash camp pause and uh player, player pod player, player pod.com.
2: love it luke you can find me i'm at lukewarm lewis on all the socials and you can find me over on the lukewarm games podcast every other week
0: Love it. And uh, you can find me uh, on the Left Behind Game Club. Uh, we are semi-regular. Uh, when this comes out, we're coming out with a Final Fantasy 16 two-parter, a big old spoiler cast. So uh, prepare yourselves for that. And you can find me on Twitter.com at Jacob McCourt, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. Uh, that's our show. So remember, friends, with great power comes great responsibility.